Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Southeast Wisconsin has some of the best high school and college athletes in the country. How did they get their start? Where did they begin their journey? It's time to talk about some of the best youth sports programs in the area. 10% It's time for the Youth Sports Show with the Fans High School Insider, Big time, Mike McGivern. Uh, welcome into the U Sports Show brought to you by Raising the Stakes Fundraising and Leadership Development. You know I'm just kidding on that, right? <laughs> yeah, on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, the fan, Tony Rush, listen, and I'll tell you why. We're talking Richfield Youth Baseball and Softball Association with our first two guests, Jeff Northern. He's the vice president, was the president of... I got a feeling he's going to be back being the president, but that's just me, of the Richfield Youth Baseball and Softball Association, along with Carrie Northern, his wife, co-director of safety and training, girls director, and sponsorship director. She wears a lot of hats. Later in the show, we've got a number of people in, in studio, in, uh, including Austin and, uh, and Samantha, Sammy, or Sam. She said I can call her any of those. Fourth grader. Um, Jeff and Carrie's kids are in, t- uh, in studio and then Andy and Brad are here as well. Uh, Andy's the uh, marketing director, Brad scheduling director, uh, rage director. They're, they, these guys wear a lot of hats and it's interesting to me, um, how many different things that they do for the Richfield youth baseball and softball association. I've known Jeff Northern for a while. Didn't know that he was part of this. He is, uh, he works with Tony Resch, who has been just a wonderful friend and a great sponsor of a lot of the stuff that I do here, 105.7 FM, The Fan. And Jeff uh, works for Raising the Stakes Fundraising and Leadership Development. So, I mean, might as well just get that question out first. How do you guys raise money for Richfield? Well, we uh, we work with uh, Raising the Stakes. And yeah. we, we do a lot of great things, and uh, we just have really amazing people in the community that that really step up for us. You know what? I figured I'd get that one early because that one's that's that's <laughs> the easiest putt you're going to get all day yes. right there, Mr. Northern. It's nice to see you again, Carrie. It's nice to meet you, uh, Carrie. How long have you been involved with the Richfield Youth Baseball and Softball Association? Um, my kids have probably been playing for around ten years. So okay. although I was not on the board initially, I helped behind the scenes with things. That's why I have a lot of co, you know, chairs that I do. Sure. But um, I would say probably about four or five years ago, I got into the sponsorship part of it. Um, we were spinning a select program off of our park and rec program and needed to raise a lot of money for that. So I came on board doing that. Having fun with it? I do. I meet a lot of our local businesses. I've made a lot of connections, a lot of friends. Um, you, yeah, it's great to see the support. The reason this show started, and I tell the story for new people that come in, is I used to do the Midwest Orthopedic Sports Medicine show at this time slot, and they had a change in their marketing department. They get they they merged with another company, and they said, we're going to need to take six months off. And then we'll, we'll talk about coming back and doing the Moss show. And I was always asked, why don't you talk more about youth sports? And I said, well, I don't really have a lot of time right now. You know, I'm doing this and doing this. Well, then I had that six-month window. 
And I would get calls from youth football teams saying, why does this youth program have, how do they have all the money, all the players get new uniforms all the time? And I'd say, why are you calling me? I called them. He said, we can't do that. And I'm like, why? Well, we just don't. We do things the way we do things. And I realized that in this, this thing of youth sports, everybody has a different template. And some of it works, some of it doesn't work. And the, comp- the, the, the youth uh, football team that people most called about, I had in for the first show. And five minutes in, I said to their volunteer director, you know, how are things going? She said, rough. And I said, really? She said, yeah, 5% of the people do 95% of the work. It's just like church. Yeah. And I said, okay, so there's a chink in the armor. So not you, you, you have some sleepless nights. She goes, yeah. She goes, I do. I need help. I'm, I have people coming to help me whose kids are no longer in the program. And so I realized that there was a need for a show like this for us to talk about how people do things, what works, what doesn't work. And when I talked with you, Jeff, Richfield Youth Baseball and Softball Association, a little bit different animal. You guys do some things a little bit differently as far as playing rec and then playing tournament, correct? Yeah, yeah. We're, we're really unique. We're kind of a hybrid, uh, kind of a premier rec league where we wanted to keep everyone at home during the week, kind of keep that community structure in place and just make sure that every kid, boy and girl, had a place to play during the week, play with their friends. You know, family and friends are behind the backstops talking between the games. It's, it's just really good stuff. So... Uh, our, our kids, they play during the week in our rec league, and then we have what we call tournament teams, which is our Richfield Rage program. Uh, we're, we're very honored to have both boys and girls uh, in that program, and those, ter- and those teams compete on the weekends. Um, but it's just, just kind of a really cool uh, opportunity for families to get that introduction into tournament-style uh, sports, but also be able to still enjoy that community base all through the week and, and all that kind of good stuff there, too. So RAGE stands for Respect to the Game, Accountability, Growth, and Effort. Yeah, that was that was really important to us that we really define like what our expectations and goals were because you know in youth sports there's just so much things going on these days and we really want to just put in perspective what we're trying to do and we just want to give these kids those four core concepts because we know that even though we're doing baseball, softball, t-ball, and all that, we're really building up you know young men, young ladies to become better people both on and off the diamond. So that's what our goal is. I, I think it's really important that people understand that um, when you guys talk about we're, we're, we, we during the week we're a rec program and then we we do some tournament. Has that been pretty well accepted by the people in Richfield? I think it was very wanted, actually. When we started up the program, there's a lot of families asking for that. There's a lot of select teams that are 12 months out of the year and heavy commitment that not everybody wanted that. They still wanted to be competitive. They still wanted to go win tournaments, but they wanted to be able to play football or do wrestling and do other sports as well. Right. So this gives that opportunity that it's not a 12-month program. What's your background, Carrie? I'm a registered nurse. Yeah. We're, let's talk sports-wise. Okay. Can I get your background on that? You're a big-time athlete, yes? I used to play yeah, yes. in college. Yeah. Where, where did you play? Um, I was a swimmer. I swam, started at the University of Hawaii. Right. Yeah, but so I, I, you know I knew this because yeah. I, I didn't ask you this because I was talking to a mutual friend and said, look, you got to understand that this this woman was, I mean, she swam at Hawaii. That's, that's a big deal. You were a rainbow. Yes, right? yep. Again. I was a warrior. That kind of foolish stuff, I know. I just, I, we had a guest in the last Found show, and, and I caught him off guard. He said, what's your granddaughter's names? And he drew a blank. 
He said, I got four of them. But I, and I said, Rod Crew hit 311 the last year. He was with the Minnesota Twins. I don't know how I know that foolishness. <laughs> so anyway, the, the, the rainbow is from Hawaii. Yep. So you understand the competitive side yes. of this. Jeff, same question for you. Were you a high school athlete? Did you play? Yep, uh, played in high school, uh, right out of high school, right into the trades. But, you know, it, it kind of helped me build the core values of, you know, it's not all about winning in youth sports. Right. To, to me, it's about getting kids to uh, learn the game and love the game. And then after youth sports, you know, us as parents should turn that over to the high school levels, the college levels, and just sit back and enjoy and, and let them just be them. You know you guys are unique when it comes to that. I mean, yeah. Do you, do you yeah. understand? Because yeah. that, that people may say that, but you know what? They're the ones who are standing behind the high school coach saying he doesn't know what he's doing. I know, I know more than that. You know, that kind of – there's a lot of people doing that and, and – when, when you talk about what RAGE stands for, if you're going to put that on your website and you're going to say, look, it's about respect, it's about accountability, it's about growth, and it's about effort, and that's what we are and the core mission and the soul of who we are as an organization, then, then what you said to me before, which is we're going to get them prepared and then turn them over and then enjoy it, I think that's 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 the exact path. I've been a high school basketball coach. I've been a basketball coach 36 years. Most of those years at the high school level, and I love what you just talked about. I'd love to have youth coaches saying, "Hey, look, we're, we are fully prepared to get them ready, and then turn them over and enjoy watching you coach our boys." Yeah, it's just an awesome opportunity. You know, being in the in our little community of Richfield, there, it's sports is real big, and we've had the opportunity to coach, you know, you know, baseball and basketball at the school and. We just really want these kids to keep playing. That's the biggest thing that we want to see is that the kids, you know, they, we don't want them to stop by time they get to 13 or 14. We want to see them go all the way through to their senior year, and that's what right. we're, we're hoping to support. Um, maybe after the show we'll find a pool and you and I'll race. The, what, what did you uh, – I'm just kidding. You listen to me talking smack, really. Anytime, I, anytime. Yeah, 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 you want no part of this. Well, like a fish I am. Hey, what did you swim? What was your um, hundred back, two hundred back? I was a sprinter. Those were my main events, but I did freestyle. I am not so good on my back, but you know what? Other than you know what, I can in the pool. I can certainly do freestyle. I I uh, I enjoy swimming a lot. By the way, I never I can't race, and I'm, I'm slower than molasses, but I do I do enjoy it. We're gonna we're gonna get to a break. Other side of the break, I'm gonna bring um, Andy and Brad up. And then the third segment, I look forward to this. Austin and, and Samantha are going to join us, and we're going to talk to, um, we're going to talk with Carrie and Jeff Northern's kids about playing and being part of this Richfield Youth Baseball and Softball Association. And we'll do that on the other side of the break. This is the Youth Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Youth Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, and we're talking Richfield Youth Baseball and Softball Association. Got a number of people in studio. This segment, we're talking to Andy Call. He's the marketing director and? Uh, coach. All-around uh, good guy. Liaison. <laughs> <everything>. <laughs> you know, yeah. As you say, we all wear many hats all around. Yeah, you, you guys really do. Also talking to Brad Riedel, scheduling director, raids director, Village liaison, man, all those fun things. How long have you guys been in Richfield? 
So I myself have been in Richfield for, let's see, 14 years. We built our house in, uh, let's see, 2005. It's a good community. You like it, yes? Oh, I love it. We uh, love everything about it. Uh, the school system is wonderful. And, of course, uh, the youth sports we love much. So I coached at Calvary Baptist in Menominee Falls. And uh, my son went to school there, and, and there's a number of kids. I mean, there, there's only 65 kids in the whole school, so there wasn't a huge number. But some kids, uh, Johnny Olson, some kids came from Richfield. And uh, they, these were really good kids that really enjoyed living in Richfield as well. Um, Andy, how long have you been with, with the Richfield Youth Baseball and Softball Association? Let's see. My son now is at the U9 level, so four years that we've been uh, with the organization. And when, when, when he wanted to play, did you feel a need to get involved and help out um, rather than just go and watch him play? I think it's in my nature. Okay. First off, to kind of always try to put my foot forward and help yeah. out when needed. Good for you. Um, what do you do for a living? Uh, I do account management. So I work for a company called Health Drive that we provide ancillary medical services, podiatry, audiology, optometry, dental to long-term care facilities. Business is good? Business is great. Yeah, good for you. Brad, how about you? Uh, let's see. I, uh, I'm i an underwriter by trade. Okay. So uh, I actually work for a large bank in the area, uh, BMO Harris. Sure. All right, actually just starting a new job with them here in a few weeks. Congratulations. So, yeah, I appreciate you're, that. Are you excited about it? Yeah, very much. I was getting nervous before that or... <laughs> a little nervous, yeah. That's oh, all right. You know, it's a new job, so new things, and uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. Andy, let's talk a, a little bit about as the marketing director. What what is your, um, you know, mission statement for for your position? What do you do? Well, you know, I really think what I do is it's kind of a, a little bit of everything. Meaning, something that I don't think enough people do is actually listen to the parents, listen to the community. Uh, Carrie kind of mentioned earlier about something that we're looking at this premier league that we have right now and something that people have talked about. I think a lot of people hear things, but they're not actually listening to it. Uh, we heard that there is a need from the community that some of the, some parents and that they don't want to be doing year round baseball. They don't want to be doing a lot of travel, right? Uh, they'd rather have a nice high competition, high level, but stay at home. So through that stuff, you listen to this and then you can start to start to incorporate it, start to build it. Yeah, I I agree with you, and I think we we had a high school coach on during the baseball show that I did, and I thought he made a great point. He said, "Look, everybody's chasing that Division One dream. Everybody's chasing it. We don't have a lot of Division One high school baseball players, but if they are Division One, they're going to get found." And he said, "And a lot of a lot of parents are forcing their kids to do this year round travel and baseball and and go to this place or that place." He said. If you're a Division Two or Division Three baseball player, you're going to be able to play at the next level. And he said, I, I recommend to my kids that instead of spending all that money, get, get a WAC membership or something and go lift and get bigger, stronger, faster. Right. Go right. to a personal trainer, get some swings in, but you don't have to do a lot of this other stuff. And it sounds like maybe the people in Richfield agree and, and believe in that. Well, it is. And one of the big mantras that we kind of look at is, it's the mentality of instead of telling a kid that you're going to love baseball, teach them to love the game. Uh, Jeff is kind of talking about that. There's a lot of kids now. You start getting to 13, 14 years old. 70% of these kids, are they're dropping out of youth sports. And a lot of it's because of the pressure that's put onto them. You know, pressure from their, their parents? From family. You, you look at family, peers. You know, maybe they, you're going to keep playing this game. You're going to keep right. playing this. You know, it could be October, and they're still playing. Yeah. You know, it, one, one of the things that we really do is we emphasize is that if you're in another sport, that sport takes precedence. So well, 
that's, that's it's a key thing for us. Look, it's really interesting because uh, Kevin McKinnon is a, a buddy of mine. Is the, uh, we coach together at Dominican. He's now the, the head boys basketball coach at Hartford. And he sent me a text during the break that said that that uh, his oldest son, Cooper, is now going to be playing with the Ritual Rage. And he's at 14 years old. And he said, look, they just picked up a bunch of incoming freshmen. They're going to play. They, there's kind of a mix between the Germantown and Richfield kids. And he said, hopefully some of these multi-sport athletes, you know, our basketball players want to come to Hartford, which is which is recruiting. And I'm going to tell the WIA on him. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Kevin, I'm just kidding. But you know what? I know Kevin. I've known him a long time. And that's really important. What you just talked about is really important to him as a father that his kids get a chance to experience a lot of different things. And if they fall in love with baseball and they fall in love with basketball, outstanding. Let's do both. And I think that's important. Brad, uh, how about you? The the title is scheduling director, rage director, liaison, a lot of different titles. But but basically, what is your job uh, with with uh, the Richfield Youth Baseball Association? So on the, on the rec side, it's my job to make sure that our scheduling is handled each and every season. So... Uh, the last few years, we've had approximately 31, 32 teams okay. that I had to manage to schedule and make sure it's input into our system, make sure things are spread out uh, uh, sufficiently so that uh, you know, you're not running back-to-back. Wait, right? how many teams? 31, 32. That's a lot of teams. Yes. Because Richfield's not a real big area. No, I mean, our, 11, our population is 11,700. And you, you uh, kids don't have to live in Richfield. To play, right? Correct. I mean, they obviously, do not. from the text that I got from Kevin, if somebody from Menominee Falls wants to come play for Ridgefield, mm-hmm. somebody from Germantown, you guys open your doors and say, "Come on!" Absolutely. Yes. I'll, I'll tell you our percentage uh, that our Ridgefield residents generally hovers around seventy-five to eighty percent. Okay. And so we're pulling kids from Slinger, Jackson, Hartford, Aaron, all the local communities. All right, kind of a, a spillway, if you will. Where do you guys play? All right, we generally play at uh, Heritage Park, uh, right off of Hubertus Road in Richfield, right by the town hall. Okay. All right, that's how, our primary base of operation. How many diamonds? We have seven. Okay. Seven diamonds, and uh, there's actually an additional diamond, uh, Fireman's Park. They're off of uh, uh, 167 uh, in uh, downtown Richfield. So that's another one that we could utilize. We partner and work with other uh, uh, organizations in the community. They primarily utilize that one, but uh, it's another one that we have access to. Andy, do you coach? You I do. said you coach your son? I do. I coach my son. How's that going? Good? It's great. It's hard, you know, right? It, it's really hard, but at the same time, it's very rewarding. You know? I, I've coached a lot of different places, won some state championships, and, and, and the three years I coached at Calvary Baptist, and people look at me like I'm crazy, you know, but, but those are the best three for me. The first year was hard. Yeah. I, I didn't handle it very well. I wasn't very good at it. And I think the year two and three as junior and senior, I got better at it. And we understood that once we got to the kitchen table, I was now his father. Yes. You know, before that, I was his coach. So I'd practice at a game in the ride home, on the ride home. But once we got to the kitchen table, the other thing that I realized I was way tougher on him because I wanted to prove to everybody, yes. I, you know what, he's not getting special treatment. And that that makes it hard, I think, on a family dynamic. It really does. And one of the things I'll sit there kind of add to that is we partner with PCA, the Positive Coaching Alliance. That Big really- fans. Big really mandate that our coaches and everything's keep listening to them, talking to them, developing with them. And something I had to really take to heart with my son was after practice, after a game, don't talk about the game. Right. You know, let it go. Let it just sit for a while because there's enough pressure on. My son's That's not hard, he's, he's eight years old getting yeah. ready to play U9 next year. Going, 
there's enough pressure on these kids right now to, why did you do this? Let them play the game. Let them have fun. Do you know, um, I coached my son in AAU basketball, and we won. As I was, He used to come to practice all the time. As an 8-year-old, he said, I want to play on my own team. I said, there's nothing going on at your age. And I looked around. There was an AAU. There was AAU tournaments. So I got a couple, some buddies who had kids the same age. We got together, and we, we got in three tournaments and won them all. And they said, hey, we want to go. We want to go to the Nationals of AAU. I said, no, if we win as nine-year-olds, we'll go. And so we win as nine-year-olds. We go. And we, we now, for two years, have not been beaten. And we get put in the bracket with Los Angeles, a team from the Bronx, and St. Louis. And we beat the team from Los Angeles, get to, to play the Gauchos, and we get beat. And, you know, I'm yelling, and, you know, I'm a crazy coach at that point in my life. And on the flight home, I'm watching as two kids, as nine-year-olds, take out, like, Spider-Man coloring books, and they're coloring, and they're playing these games. And I thought, oh, my goodness, what, what am I doing? You know, I'm treating these kids like they're, you know, they're NBA players, right. and they're nine. They're just little kids. But, boy, I tell you, it was fun to coach them at that age because they were pretty good. Brad, do you coach as well? Yeah, I do. I, uh, this last season I coached four teams. Okay. I was the head coach on one, and I assisted on three others. So uh, my uh, wow, my uh, week is pretty full, let's yeah. just say. You're, you're, you, uh, it's in your blood, huh? It's yeah. hard to get when you're coaching. Gets well, in your I, blood. I, t- I tell you, I was a football and wrestling guy in high school. Where did you right? go? I went to Milwaukee Lutheran High School. Okay. All right. So those were my main sports. All right. Uh, shout out to uh, Milwaukee Lutheran. All right. <laughs> go, go Red Knights. My daughter teaches there. Yeah. She went to school there as well. And uh, my son went to Calvary Baptist, but my daughter is teaching her first year teaching at Milwaukee Lutheran. That's awesome. Their right? football it's a great team school. is doing well. Yeah, they got some good things going right now. Lost to Wisco last night. I know, so you know, but I know it. <laughs> That's all right. That's stung. That's stung. Yeah, that you don't ever want to lose to Wisconsin Lutheran if you're Milwaukee Lutheran. Those guys from the other Senate, we don't want to talk about those guys. <laughs> good so, people, though. But you're yeah, football wrestling guy. Yes, yes. So I've coached for many years. So I, I actually coached for uh, what twelve years with uh, James Refines, who used to be the sure. head coach over there for many years. Yeah, and I assisted him, and so. You know, coaching is kind of something I've always enjoyed. Good for right? you. And, uh, and so it's translating into baseball. My my boys don't like wrestling. So it's baseball all the way for us. Hey, do you guys, uh, do, the coaches in, at Richfield, do they get paid or are they all volunteers? 100% volunteers. Yeah. Do you, mostly parents? Yeah, most of the part is parents. I mean, that's the one thing. We get a pretty good involvement with the parents to step in. And help out when needed. We, we, we take a lot extra time to try and do coaches clinics to try and build the skill sets because we find that there's parents that are very interested in helping and assisting. They have the time available, but they don't have the skill set in which to coach the kids. Yeah, and that's one of the things that to interrupt us. One of the things I'll add, too, is last year was our first year we had our indoor facility. So our indoor facility is called Thor, the House of Rage, located in Sussex, Wisconsin. Okay. And with that, we're able to promote a lot of different things, whether it's lessons for the children. Tell me, clinics for the coaches. How, tell me about the indoor facility. Is it is it you've got batting cages and pitching mounds or what? Yeah, yeah. We have uh, basically a a almost six thousand square foot facility, and we have uh, two cages that are twelve by twelve by seventy feet length, so okay. full length, and uh, we have a good space in which to conduct infield drills and uh, of course work on the fundamentals of the game during the winter time when. Of course, we can't do it here in Wisconsin. Yeah, and one of the things that separates it, too, is a lot of times when you see a lot of communities that have their select teams, you know, their indoor facilities are for their select teams. For us, it's for our recreation department kids. It's for the tournament team. Anybody can utilize it. You know, you guys are – I haven't had – I've been doing this a while now, a youth sports program 
that has what you guys have right now and the mindset of, look, we want you to stay together, play rec ball during the week, and we're going to play some tournaments in the weekend. I don't know that I've talked to somebody that has that model set up, and I wish you luck on on that. I appreciate Thank that, you. Mike. It's, a, it's an important thing for us to try and push and promote this because rec, as you know it, Mike, is dying. Dying. It's dying across our community, across the country, and it's something we firmly believe in. It's Brad, why do you our th- feeder system. Why do you think that is? I have my own thoughts. Everybody yeah. thinks their kid's going to the NBA. Yes. Everybody's going to Major League Baseball. Everybody's going to the NFL. The, the drive to win seems to be the overriding theme, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, you know, we talk about, we, look, we want to win tournaments in our tournament team side. But it's not the number one goal. It's the byproduct of everything else we do. The respect, the accountability of each other, how we treat umpires, teammates. Do you guys have those conversations with your coaches? Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Coaches, not only that with the teams. Yes. Let's say, and also the players, too. Going back to that PCA, you know, one of the things we really do is that ELM, that ELM, things that we really kind of, we focus on effort, the leadership, and mistakes, meaning it's okay to make mistakes. Hey, let's uh, let's get to a break. Guys, thank you so much. He is Andy Call and Brad Riedel. Uh, I'm not sure we're going to get back to you guys because next uh, next segment we're going to talk to to Austin and, and, and Sammy Joe. I hope her middle name is Joe because if it's not, it should be. And then that last segment, I want to bring back Jeff Northern and Carrie Northern uh, again because they're they're over there and they're shaking their heads with a lot of things that you guys said. What's kind of cool is it looks to me, at least from the outside, that everybody's walking lockstep. And then I'm going to ask Jeff why. He's not going to be president. Is he going to be president? That's what everybody wants Good to question. know. We'll find out on the other side. This is the Youth Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Youth Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGiver. We're talking Richfield Youth Baseball and Softball Association. I failed to give you their website, and I apologize for that. It's R-Y-B-S-A-W-I. So it's Richfield Youth Baseball Softball Association. R-Y-B-S-A-W-I dot org. Better yet, go to their Facebook. Um, Same thing, R-Y-B-S-A-W-I. Or Google. Do what I did. Google Richfield Youth Baseball, and uh, you can get right to their website and if you have any questions at all, give Jeff Northern a call, give Carrie, give Andy, give Brad a call. But don't give Austin or Sammy May a call because they're busy. They're in school. Hey, Austin, it's nice to meet you. Uh, you are a Slinger Owl, sophomore at, at, or junior at Slinger? Junior at Slinger, yeah. That's awesome. You have played baseball in, in Richfield for, for a long time. How old were you when you started? Uh, I think I was about nine years old when I started playing. And not only are you playing, but you're an ump- you're an umpire as well. Yeah, I do an umpire for the rec program mainly, but I did do a little bit of the select tournament too. Man, what a great part time job for a young man, right? Yeah, it's nice because when you get involved with RISBA, not only is it the baseball side, but you have opportunities to ump and work in the concession stand, and it kind of brings the community together as one. And it's RISBA. Thank you for telling yeah. me that. Yeah. You know who should have told me that? Your dad. But he didn't, and I'll yell at him next time he comes on. Or even your mom. She should have told me. But I appreciate you telling me that. Sammy May, how are you? Fourth grade. Come a little closer to the microphone. How's it going? Good. Good. 
You get, now, look, I heard you talking before, and you, you talk, and you get it going, so don't get shy on me. Where do you go to school? I go to Freeze Lake Elementary. And and this is the first year you're going to be a, a pitcher in fast pitch, right? Yes. What position did you play last year? Last year, we kind of just played wherever. Okay. You enjoy softball? Yes. Are you? Do you play other sports? Yes. What else do you play? I used to play soccer, but this year I'm not going to do it. Okay. I play basketball and swimming. Wow. Busy. Mm-hmm. You're a good student? Yeah. You like your teacher? Yeah. What's your teacher's name? Miss Doomer. You know, we have her on the air. We have her on the phone because she said that you got in a lot of trouble on Thursday of last. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sammy Bay's like, that wasn't me. I didn't do that. I'm only kidding. Hey, Austin, how about you? Multi-sport kid? Um, Yeah, basketball I did. I used to play football. I'm not playing football right now, though, and then baseball. You know, the boys that are coming on next, um, they are the Port Washington Pirates, and they are not happy with your slinger rounds right now. Yeah, it was a tough loss for them last tough, night. It was, it was a good game all around. It was, but the, the four players, they, they were hoping that I could bring you in the conference room. Just because you're a slinger out, they'd like to talk to you for a couple of minutes. Hey, Austin, what position, What when you play baseball, what's your favorite position? I usually play shortstop. You can pick it and throw it a little bit? A little bit. Yeah, leadoff hitter? Uh, no, I usually, uh, at some point I was hitting back in the five or six spot. Sometimes I would hit up in the two spot. Just kind of depending on how we're playing, order switches up a little bit. Now, so you play, do you like this, this, this program as far as playing rec ball during the weekend tournaments during the weekend? Yeah. I mean, it gives the kids lots of experience and the only way you're going to get better is if you keep playing and if you just kind of sit at home and sit home, play video games, do whatever, then you're not going to get better. you got to go out, and even if it's rec games, select games, whatever it is, you need to play a lot to get better. So are you there to encourage Sammy May, or are you, are you yelling at her from the stand? Um, usually so, kind of both. Sometimes yeah, maybe I should there, ask her that, right? You're, uh, you have a brother? I do have an older brother. What is his name? His name is Tyler. Hey, um, Sam, does, uh, does Austin and Tyler, do they – they encourage you and they hug you when you get a hit, or are they yelling at you all the time? Um, most of the time they are encouraging me. Yeah. And I look up to Austin a lot. I and would too. He's a nice young man, well spoken, and yeah. yeah. Do you guys play catch together a little bit? Sometimes. Yeah. What's um? What's your favorite sport? Did you have a favorite one? Is swimming your favorite sport? Is um, softball? Swimming is my favorite sport. Your mom was good. She's really good. And she gets in the pool now. Can she still beat you? Yeah. Yeah, she could beat me like by a mile, just so you know. You know, I was there talking all that smack. No chance. I'm never getting in the pool with, with her at all. Hey, Austin, when uh, when you started playing uh, for the Richfield Youth Baseball Association, um, did you play? Did your dad coach you? When I originally started, um, yeah, my dad coached me a bit, and there was always some other coaches there, too. It was a lot of parent involvement, and it was good to see because there was a lot of people volunteering. That's the toughest part, I think, Is and we'll talk to your mom and dad in this next break. Um, it seems like with the youth sports people that I talk to, finding volunteers and finding people to help and just give their time. You know, they, they, they all get out to watch their kids play, but can you stay an extra half hour and work the concession stands, or you, can you get here a half hour early and help us line the fields? is the most difficult part for some of the youth sports um, organizations that I talk to. It sounds like that Richfield 
uh, your community, everybody seems to, to, to get involved? Yeah, there's a lot of involvement. Like at the tournaments, even when there was rain delays, uh, very early in the morning we all showed up. We had the leaf blowers, rakes, everything, trying to get the fields ready. And that's something that you don't see at other communities where they would just cancel the tournament. We go in early in the morning, we put in the work, that way we can get it done. Do you play at Slinger? Uh, right now I do not play at Slinger for baseball. Okay. Was it something that you thought about doing, or did you not? Did you uh, go out? Did you not? Last year I didn't go out. I might go out this year. I just wasn't completely into it last year. I just thought that playing uh, Rage and Risbow was kind of enough last year. Right. But you know what? I would encourage. You know, I, I would encourage it. And, and look, your mom and dad, and you can make that decision. You don't have to listen to an old guy like yeah. me. But I, I'm such a fan of high school athletics that if you get a chance. You might want you know give it a shot, and if it's not for you, but if you try out and make it, then you stick with it that year. I'm going to come find where you live and yell at you. Um, but but I think there's something to be said about playing for your high school and having your kids you're in class with as you, as your teammates. Sammy May, what uh, what's the most exciting part about the pitching stuff? Are you are you working on that right now? Yes. Yeah, come a little closer if you can. So that indoor facility Thor. Do you get over there every once in a while and you're able to pitch? And who do you pitch to? I normally pitch into a net or I pitch to my brother and my dad. Do you watch some of the, the, the fast pitch softball tournaments that I see on on, cable, on ESPN a lot and, and watch how these girls pitch? Sometimes I will. Can I tell you a quick story? Sure. I was I do a, show, I do a segment for a show called Around the Corner with John McGivern. It's my brother. And I do a sports segment. And we were in Fort Atkinson a number of years ago and they had a good – girls softball team, and so I was going to do a, a story about them. And I said, who's the big-time pitcher here? And these girls were all very nice to me, Sam. They were very nice and friendly. I said, who's the big-time pitcher here? And the one girl said, I am. I said, why don't you get warmed up because I'm going to take you deep. And she goes, really? And they turned like that, and they were getting mean to me now, right? Because they wanted to, look, I'm talking smack. I can't do any of that stuff. So the catcher got her gear on, pitcher got going, she looked at the coach, and the coach went like this, put two fingers up. And she threw she threw a fastball. I never saw the ball. It hit the, it hit the glove, and I said, that was outside. And the catcher said, what are you talking about? It was right down the middle. And I thought, oh, man, what am I doing here? So I hit one to the second baseman, and the, the pitcher got mad. I said, what are you mad about? She said, I don't want you touching my stuff. So then I turned, and I went lefty, and I bunted it to the third baseman, and she started laughing. She said, I'd throw you out by a mile. So I, I gained so much respect for girls that can, can pitch because I could not hit this girl. So you keep practicing, and you get a little older, I'm going to come watch you play, and it, maybe I'll get in the batter's box. Maybe I'll hit a couple out on you. No, that's not happening, <laughs> Sammy Bay. It's so nice to meet you. And uh, keep playing. Austin, really well-spoken. Anytime you want to come in, Man, you can be my co-host on some of this stuff, man. You, uh, you've done a nice job as a junior at uh, at Slinger. Guys, we're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, I'm going to ask Jeff Northern and his wife, Carrie Northern, for big parts of RISBA, Richfield Youth Baseball and Softball Association, to join me for the last segment. This is the Youth Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Youth Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The fan. We're talking. What? How is that said? Reba. 
Ribza. Ribza. Thank you. Yeah. Austin was nice enough to give that to me, guys. You shouldn't have given that to me. Jeff Northern, he's the vice president, Richfield Youth Baseball and Softball Association, and Carrie Northern, his wife, co-director of safety and training and girls director and sponsorships and lot way too many things for me to talk about. Understand these two people are very much involved. You must be really proud of look, I, I've I talk to high school kids all the time and young Austin in four minutes could take my job. I mean, just really well spoken and uh, not shy. Just just sat up there and and and, and took over. And and Sammy May, what a nice young girl she is. Um, I, you guys got to be really proud. Let Let's talk a little bit about um, Thor, which is the House of Rage, the indoor facility. I, I'm interested. Do you guys do lessons? Do you guys bring people in? What What do you utilize that facility for? Yeah, this year we are doing, uh, besides practices, we did um, get a few instructors and coaches. We have Corey Bigler, who is one of the Milwaukee Panther coaches, Nick Wickshire, a couple, uh, two girls that uh, played college ball. Um, so, yeah, we have lessons set up uh, right now through February, and then we'll extend that throughout the season. So even RISBA players can come in and, and get taught from them. How? Where do most of the kids from your area, where do they go to high school? Uh, I would say Slinger and Hartford, maybe. Yeah, yeah that, that's the real unique thing about Richfield is we are such a <laughs> we're a feeder to everywhere. So we have Germantown, we have Slinger, we have Hartford. So it's just kind of that epicenter of youth sports because we're we're so close to all those communities. For some reason, I I when I think about girls softball, I think Germantown takes it real seriously. Correct? Mm-hmm. Maybe as 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 you know, ten years ago, somebody told me that, and it's stuck in this head of mine. But I, but I feel like like they do, and I and, and again doing this around the corner. I've talked to a couple of of uh, communities that take girls softball and fast pitch really seriously, and and they do it well. Do you, do you feel like Richfield does a good job of getting these girls to play at the next level? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. You know the our whole thing is is and and we're proud to be it is, is worth that that transition that needs you know to happen where where the kids just get that opportunity to, you know, experience the game, play the game. So we're, we're, we're really looking for that development part, and we hope to, you know, eventually one day have that where you're turning out, you know, the players playing at the higher level, you know, the high schools, maybe the colleges. But right now we know what our mission is. Our mission is, is to get as many kids playing and stay playing so when they go to high school – the, the coaches are like, wow, we have 50 kids here trying out. That's right. our goal. That's what, that's who we are. Carrie, I ask this question every week, but with all the things that you do for Richfield Youth Baseball and Softball Association, what keeps you up at night over it? Is there something that, that you just go, man, I, I, I wish we had more people or I wish I was better or I wish we could do this? Is there something with, with the things that you do that keeps you up at night? Um, you know, I think we're pretty lucky. I think last year we had 158 volunteers that stepped up, whether they're working concessions at tournaments or helping rake fields. Um, you know, even one of our older boys team who didn't play in our tournament, they all showed up, including the parents who worked 12 hours in concessions to help. So, yeah, I think... Uh, How about sponsorships? You guys, uh, you doing okay with that? Yeah, we make uh, usually just over $10,000 in sponsorships. We have, you know, local Piggly Wiggly stores will donate food. Raising the stakes, of course, helps us with that, too, a little bit. But um, we hang banners at our, our fields. They can have that option. We have bricks by concession stands, and now we hang banners at our indoor field 12 months other, out of the year. Other than so. Piggly Wiggly and Raising the Stakes, any other sponsors you want to plug? 
plug here on the radio. Uh, sure. Some of our bigger sponsors that have been long time, C.J. Lewandowski, who is a realtor. Um, he's been doing it probably for 10 years. Uh, Lake 5 Dentistry, uh, Richfield uh, Chiropractor, um, I think Hans Water Supply. Daniel Boone's been Daniel a big Boone has supporter. been big long term. Yeah. So uh, you named five of them. That's $25 a hit. You owe me a buck 25 okay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. And then a little extra for Tony Brush just because he's a good, he's a good okay. boy. Jeff, same question. And, and the question everybody's wondering is you're the vice president, you were the president. I know that there's an opening. Um, yeah, you, there's you want, stay, you want to stay at the vice president thing? And I, I tell you what, if I'm you guys, I'm putting Austin. Let me be the president. <laughs> he would do a great job. But is it uh, is it something that you might have to do one more year by default? Yeah, I, you know, we, this is always our transition time when we go into our new board. And uh, obviously that position is open. And you, you, we have such great people on the board. And I know there's a couple of people we don't have here today. And I just want to Give a little shout out to Chris and JD and Mike and Corey. You know these people—they're—they're they're just fantastic. They're because of them and the people in this room. You know our organization—you know—is such a, a pillar in, in Richfield. I mean, we've been there for over thirty years. Wow! And it's just—it's just amazing to see people step up year after year after year. And you know, God bless them for what they do. And we're just—I'm just a small part of it. I mean, uh, I'm definitely staying involved at a high level. I just want to. You know, continue our mission and hopefully leave it better than when we got there. So, that's good. That sounds like a president to me. I'm just saying. <laughs> you know what? If I'm these boys, I'm getting a clip of that and saying, "Hold on, that was uh, that was well spoken and and good for you guys." Um, I I love the fact. The thing that I I, I like the most in in this uh, in the Richfield Youth Baseball and Softball Association is the, the people that you brought in and the people that you talked about all wear multiple hats. Andy didn't complain. Brad's not complaining. You guys aren't complaining about, boy, if I had six more people that could take over the safety side or the training side or, you know, I, I like that. And, and and you guys just put in the time to make sure these kids, the common goal is to have these kids love baseball and softball, fall in love with it, and play for a long time. I got done playing, played a lot of softball over the years, hardball, baseball, and then about three years ago stopped. So I went a long time. I've got a brother, 63, 64, 64, still catching, hardball. Down in Florida, he was, he came up here for a week for his, it was his birthday. He's going to come up and have his birthday with, with the family. He emailed some hardball 65 and over teams or 60 and over teams, and he caught two games while he was here for two days. That's awesome. That's that's somebody falling in love with this sport at an early, early age. Yeah, that's awesome. Hey, Jeff, it's good to see you. Yes. Thank yeah. you, Mike. Thanks we're, for having us. We're, we're honored to be yep, here. Thank you for Raising us. the stakes, fundraising, leadership development. Carrie, it's nice to meet you. you should be really proud of these kids. Please tell Brad, Riedel, and Andy Call. They did a great job, and I appreciate them them coming in. Uh, we're talking Richfield Youth Baseball and Softball Association. Google it if you have any questions for these guys. This is the Youth Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan.
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 